extraordinary. No, sorry, he's Britain's premier MMA pundit. Let's get it right. It's Simon Head. Hello, Simon. Hiya, Rob. How are you doing? It's building up nicely tonight. We've had four or five fights already. We've had an eight-second knockout. We've had a great submission victory by Jeremy Petley just now. Um, the atmosphere is building nicely for Bama 10. So what have we got to look forward to tonight, then? Si, briefly, please, briefly. <laughs> We have four featured fights that we're going to take a look at on the pod on this show at welterweight. We've got the undefeated Tom Breeze. Four fights, four wins, four wins all inside the Bama cage. Taking on Jack McGee, uh, a Kent-based fighter who has seven wins on his record. All seven have come inside the first round. When he wins, he wins them quick. Moving on to middleweight, we've got Denison Sutherland versus Leroy Barnes. Yeah, Leroy Barnes, people who watch Bama regularly know all about Leroy, Wolf Slayer fighter, always brings it, always entertaining, against one of the most experienced, durable and exciting fighters at middleweight, Deniston Sullivan, the former Ultimate Challenge middleweight champion. Excellent, sir, and of course uh, Bama's very own title, the Lonsdale Bama British middleweight championship. It's Jack Marshman versus Andrew Punchin. Now, there's a lot of, uh, we saw, uh, on our way in, we saw a lot of people with Punchin t-shirts on, didn't we? Yeah, Andrew Punchin is not going to go without any support tonight. There are a lot of people here, all bedecked out in Andrew Punchin t-shirts. Some real clash of styles tonight. Jack Marshman, bona fide boxer, army champion boxer, and also the Bama middleweight champ, Bama British middleweight champion, taking on Punchin, who is a submission specialist. Nine of his 11 wins have come by tap out. And of course, our main event is the Bama World Lightweight Championship. Rob Sinclair versus Andre Winner. Just before you take us through that match side, how do you think uh, Bama are going to do without Tom Kong, Watson, and Jimmy Manoa? Well, it's an interesting one. It's a bit of a watershed for them tonight. We've got Rob Sinclair, obviously, he's a champion tonight. Um, whoever wins this bout between Winner and Sinclair is basically going to be a poster boy for them going forward. Um, we need more people to step up and, and raise their game. Jack Marshman is the obvious one, British middleweight champion. Gets a lot of support from the armed forces whenever he fights. Um, but what Bama are doing at British level, they're putting on decent-sized shows, they're putting on strong cards. Tonight's card's already been very entertaining, and as the crowd's built up, we've seen some great, exciting MMA action already. We'll be back throughout the night doing little previews and little results in between the ends and the beginnings of the fights. But until then, while you're thinking about it, stop messing about, add the MMA pod onto your Twitter followers right now. That's at the MMA pod. So, uh, Si, we've just seen Tom Breeze breeze through Jack McGee there, although it wasn't quite the, can I use that pun again, it wasn't quite the breeze he was expecting, was it? No, he was in big trouble for most of that fight. Big Jack, lad as well, big lad in big trouble. He's very, very big for the way Tom Breeze. Jack McGee coming in very, very short notice, took him down, working his jiu-jitsu, had him in a rear naked choke position for much of the fight, but then a little bit of uh, escapism, if I can use that word, by, by Tom Breeze. I think you can use that word, that's fine. Managed to change his position, put him in a triangle, choke and the fight was over almost as quickly as he could get the choke on amazing come from behind victory for Tom Breeze who stays undefeated he had him in a ch choke for a long time though didn't it yeah he did he couldn't quite get his arm under the chin so Breeze was able to keep that chin tucked keep himself out of trouble and then eventually changed his position improved his, posi improved his position got the legs wrapped around his neck got the arm in sunk in the, the, uh, the triangle choke and it was all over
whatever. It was a great performance from Jack McGee, considering he came in at basically one week's notice. Uh, could easily have won that fight if things that you know we're talking millimeters here. He between, smothered him, didn't he? he yeah, he did very well. He had a massive size disadvantage. Tom Breeze, a huge, huge fighter at welterweight, Trump. and here comes the announcement. The welterweight contest ends after three minutes nineteen seconds of round number one. Jack McGee taps out due to triangle. Therefore, our winner is Tom Greece. Next up is our lightweight contest between Lee Wieterek and Kurt, best things in sliced, Warburton. Si, give us the info. Uh, Warburton is a, is a very experienced lightweight campaigner. He's fought in the UFC on more than one occasion. He's now back in the UK fighting for Bama, knowing that a good, strong performance here could see him get that ticket back into the big time to face the big guys in the UFC. But Lee Wieterich is no pushover. This would be a really interesting lightweight contest. Um, can Warburton fight his way back into the big time? We're about to find out. I don't know. You tell us, can he? I think he can. He's got he's got all the tools at his disposal. Uh, he's well-rounded. He's strong in all areas. Wieterich, I think... Um, we we'll want to keep the fight standing. Warburton, I think he's got a little bit more, a little bit more in his game overall. As you can hear, the volume has gone up massively as Warburton enters the arena. This is going to be a big fight in the lightweight division here at Bama. Kurt um, Warburton, have you got a job done? Well, Si, it's gone to decision. We expected a lot more from Vitorek, though, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, if you look on the, on the records of the respective fighters, the records were very, very similar. But from looking at the two in action inside the cage, Kurt Warburton clearly has operated at a much higher class, and that gap in class was shown in those three rounds just now. We expect his role to continue, don't we, with the results? Did you pick up on the pun there? Yeah, he certainly earned his crust tonight. Um, he used his loaf. He did it and he needed the win. And uh, he got the win, I think, 30-27, arguably 30-26. Um, I, think, I think, to be honest, his opponent had muffin on him. He had. At one point, uh, Warburton had him down, had him in, a, in an arm triangle. But at that point, I thought uh, Lee Wiedrich was toast. But to be, to, be, to be fair to him, to be fair to him, I stuck it out. Warburton won the fight. And uh, the crumpet at ringside are going to be giving it big licks <laughs> as soon as this result is announced. It wasn't the chabattering we were expecting. Crumps! All three judges score the bout 30-27 in favor of your winner by unanimous decision. Hurt the So Kurt Wilberton has won as we expected and even as side predicted. So that's quite a turn up for the books there. It certainly is, you know, it's uh, it's not often I get a prediction right, but to be fair, Warburton is is uh, he showed he showed his uh, you know the gap in class there and the gap in the gap in experience. Uh, that was a, a Bama title eliminator, and we'll see him probably fight for the Bama title in his next fight. If he wins that, we could even see him back in the big in the big leagues with the UFC. His case would be stronger though if it made us uh, you know a convincing finish though, wouldn't he? Yeah, he didn't quite have that striking power to finish the fight. He had a few submission positions that arguably he could and should have finished. But you know we have to we have to credit Lee Weech for that showed a lot of grit and determination and uh, some of those submissions are pretty tight he, he, he gutted it out and uh, he took the fight the distance you, you can't argue with uh, someone who's got a commitment and strength to get through a fight like that we'll be back with the next match as soon as possible 
Next up is our middleweight contest between Denison Sutherland and Leroy Barnes. Now, Cy, for people who may not be familiar with uh, either Sutherland or, or Barnes, give us a little uh, pressy about what they're all about, a pen pick, if you will. Well, Denison Sutherland is one of the most experienced MMA fighters uh, at the middleweight division in the UK. They call him Mad Max. He's been in there with the who's who of British MMA. He's a former middleweight champion of Ultimate Challenge, UCMMA. Takes on fellow middleweight contender Leroy Barnes tonight with a prospect of a shot at the British Bama middleweight title. And what kind of form is he in at the moment, though? Uh, he suffered back-to-back -back first round TKO losses last year, but he bounced back at the, in his first fight of 2012. He beat Brett Sizeland, which is uh, which is no mean feat. That Cage Warriors 48. So he's back in a win column. He's looking for another win tonight, and a win against Leroy Barnes tonight sets him up with a possible shot for the Lonsdale Bama British middleweight title. Now moving on, Leroy Barnes. What do we need to know about him? Barnes, he likes, he likes to stay active. He's fought a lot of times. He's fought uh, six times in 2011. Uh, he's probably coming in off the back of the best win of his career. He fought a very experienced Matt Ewing at Bama 9. Um, beat him. Got in the win column. Uh, the previous fight was a, a losing effort against um, Jack Marshman, where he took him all the way to a decision in the title fight. Um, that was a really good performance in defeat. He could he could be the next man to step up and fight Marshman again for that Bama British middleweight title. Whoever wins this is likely to be next in line. So that was Denison Sutherland versus Leroy Barnes, and I thought personally, I thought Barnes was it in the first round. Most people are going to Twitter disagree, but no denying by the end, Denison was picking him apart like a fat lady on a KFC bargain bucket. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I picked Leroy Barnes to win this, as I'm sure you'll mention. Um, Denison Sutherland showed his experience. Just looked a little bit more composed in there. Leroy Barnes has got a ton of heart. But I think Dennis Sutherland had the technique. He and may that, have a ton of heart, but he hasn't got much jaw left now. Well, he, he got he got taken apart, as you say. Uh, he, he survived the three rounds. And in, a, in a, the last few minutes of that third round, it was him on the offensive. Took a couple of big slams. Landed some decent strikes. But over the overall, all three rounds in my book went to Dennis Sutherland. He could be next up for a Bama British middleweight title shot. While the international audience enjoys the ad breaks, let's look at the next match. It is, of course, the Lonsdale Bama British Middleweight Championship. Jack Marshman, let's have a little chat about the paratrooper, shall we, Sean? Yeah, I mean, he's coming. He's, he's one of the superstars of Bama. Uh, as you say, he's a paratrooper, turned MMA fighter. Uh, renowned boxer, he's a, a champion in the army in the boxing. And uh, he's risen up through the domestic ranks as a middleweight at 185 pounds. Uh, he fought for the Bama world title unsuccessfully against Tom Conwell, so that was a bridge too far for him. But he does hold the Lonsdale Bama British middleweight title, which he won, if you remember, at Bama 7 in an unbelievable fight with Carl Noon. You refer to him as a superstar there. Is he one of the league guys that Bama hope will become a new face of the promotion now that they've lost once? He's got everything that you could possibly need. I mean, he always stands on trades, which, which is what the British public likes to see. He's a serviceman, so you get extra bonus points for that. Great backstory. But above all, the guy can fight. He brings it every time he steps inside the cage. You always know what you're going to get from him. 100% come forward, stand up, striking action. And that's exactly what we're going to see tonight. 
tell us a little bit about Mr. Punchin. Uh, probably of all the uh, fighters on the card tonight, we've seen more fans for him with printed T-shirts, what have you, than anyone else, haven't we? Yeah, he's coming. He's, he should have quite a lot of support tonight. I think Marshman will probably shade it with the overall appeal that he has and uh, the servicemen that are dotted around the arena that I've seen. But Punchin's going to give Jack Marshman a very interesting test. Uh, he's never been stopped by strikes, has he? He's never been stopped by strikes. But the key thing here, this is a striker versus grappler matchup. We don't know how good Jack Marshman is when he's taken on the floor and someone tries to submit him. We've seen Carl Noon manhandle him, wrestle him to the floor and beat the living daylights out of him. But he survived that and he got up and knocked the guy out. However, Andrew Punchin is a submission machine. He's won nine of his 11 fights by submission. He's you can't no, ignore a record like that. He's no slouch himself with strikes though, is he? He knocked out Dennis and Sutherland himself, didn't he? That was with a spectacular head kick back at Cage Warriors. That was an, an amazing knockout. Out of character in terms of the rest of his, uh, his fight record. Punchin's going to want to get this fight on the, on the floor. He's going to want to work for a position and try and submit Marshall, who's probably his weakest area will be his Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. However, or every fight starts standing up. He's got to get inside those heavy hands. We've seen quite a few bads go to a decision already tonight. Do we need a big result here? I think I think the crowd would love to see a good a good knockout finish or a good submission finish. We've seen a couple earlier in the evening. Uh, Max Nunes with an unbelievable knockout. I don't know if they'll show it on the TV. They won't need a lot of airtime for it. It was eight seconds worth. Um, one punch knockout. Uh, Mike Noon, and um, we, we've seen, we saw a very impressive submission by uh, Canadian Jeremy Petley against a much fancied local boy, Dyson Roberts. Tonight, the British title on the line, this is a fight that really means something for Bamber and for the audience here tonight. Will it be the striker? Will it be the champion, Jack Marshall with his heavy hands? Or will it be the underdog? Will it be Andrew Punchin with that submission game? We'll be back very soon after the match with the post-match review. Okay, uh, Jack Marshman has made Andrew Punch and Tappers a lot of confusion at ringside here because for two matters. We've heard that Jack Marshman has been stripped of the title. Apparently that has been announced for TV audience. And secondly, the finish, a very odd tap, wasn't it, Simon? Yeah, I mean, the fight in itself was a very strange contest. We were told, or uh, what, what I'm led to believe, is that had Punch had won this, he would have been the Bannon middleweight champion. Um, Jack Marshman came in overweight, didn't make weight, and was stripped of the title. Uh, Marshman was then largely dominated on the ground by Punch, and he was looking to work a submission. But all the while, uh, Punch was looking to work that submission. He left his neck in, in, in the danger area. Marshman saw that, got his legs wrapped around appropriately. Couldn't quite get it locked up, but got it. When he got it locked up, the tap came very quickly. Um, he landed a few good elbows to soften him up from the ground as well. It was almost like the Marshman was didn't realise he was tapping. It was like he, he pre presumed the puncher was swatting him away or something. Yeah, it came as a bit of a surprise to him, I think, because uh, he didn't have the submission for very long. It must have been on quite tight in order for the puncher to tap as quickly as he did. So what we have now is a situation where the man who was the champion... Well, we don't know, do we? We well, have no confirmation. He, he, he was the champion coming into today. Uh, we understand he may have been stripped of his title. He's won what was going to be a title fight. Um, at the moment, we really don't know. They're pulling in the athletes right now to make an announcement. So let's uh, let's try. Let's see if this is going to be explained. Yeah, I doubt it'll be explained that well. I think it'll just be announced by the uh, 
play out by our American ring announcer. Well, if he doesn't make waste, he can't be the champion of that division, surely? Absolutely not, no. But it makes a mockery of the fact that it was announced as a title fight, even though they knew that they stripped him of the title. You can't strip someone of his title and then have him fight for the title. To stress, we do not know that Jack Marshman has been stripped of his title yet, but if that is the matter, I mean, we shall just have to see. It looks like the announcement is about to come. Yeah, and the, you know, the, the notable absentee in that ring is the Bama Middleweight Championship belt. Let's 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 bear that in mind. Um, we're on a commercial break at the moment, which is why we're filling frantically. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a very short fight. It wasn't much of a contest in terms of once Marshman decided what he was going to do, he won it very easily. But up to that point, it was it was it looked like it was largely Andrew Punchin. Uh, Marshman won the storm, got the triangle choke, and won the fight. Here's a here's a post-fight announcement now. Ladies and gentlemen, the bout ends at two minutes thirty-one seconds of the opening round. We have a tap out. Your winner by submission via triangle choke, Jack the Hammer A very strange interview to go to with a very strange fight there. Um, almost as if the weight cut and the title has been made light of there. Uh, what a mess, Si. What a mess. Very, very confusing. I think, uh, you know, what they should have done. If they'd stripped him with a title, what would have been really good would have been if, uh, if Dennis the Sutherland versus Leroy Barnes had been made a British title fight. Put the title on the card. Let's have a champion. And then if, uh, if Jack Marshall wants to come back in on weight next time, he can fight the winner of the previous bout, Dennis the Sutherland, uh, in a meaningful title fight. What will happen next time is we're going to have a, a British middleweight title fight where the title is vacant, um, which uh, it's not the same. You need a champion coming into the ring. So, you know, it's a shame that it's, it seems to be a bit of a mess. Um, let's just hope well, that whatever mess there is gets sorted out quickly and that by the end of the next Bama event, we've got the title situation sorted out. Well, we'll have to wait to see what Bama have got to say about this situation. So uh, here we are at the main event, and uh, it's been a, uh, a solid card with a, a few surprises, mostly in the last match between Jack Marshman and uh, Andrew Punchin. But uh, here we are, and uh, with Rob Sinclair and Andre Winner. Si, are these the two best lightweights in the country? They are, yeah. This is this is a title fight that really means something. Um, Andre Winner, who's already in the cage now, um, he's been there. He got to the finals of the uh, the Ultimate Fighter UK versus USA, where he lost to um, Russ the Real Deal Pearson, fellow Brit. But he's been in the UFC and he's done all right in there. But he's got three straight losses, ended up being cut. Now he's in Bama, where he's fought his way into title protection. He's facing the Bama World Lightweight Champion, who is entering the arena right now, Rob Seaforce and Clear. This guy's got dynamite in both hands. He's a, he's a British gas uh, engineer by, by trade. He does that during the day. He looks after his kids in the evening. But in between, somehow, he trains as a big martial artist. And he's a damn good one. He's a legitimate world champion at this level. And this is going to be a really, really good fight between two guys who have got good hands and are both more than capable of knocking the other man out. I'm sure everything you said there was completely right. I can barely bloody hear you. It's so loud here. The crowd are going nuts as well. Um, it was announced as a 5,000 sellout earlier today. But I reckon there's about 2,000 here, so what do you think? 
Yeah, I reckon so. There's a few gaps here and there. But those who are, those that are in attendance are going to be treated to, I think this will be the best night of the evening. I think it's the most evenly matched contest on the curve. And um, the best thing about it, there is something tangible at the end of it for the winner. This is a legitimate championship bout. We've got four five-minute rounds. I don't think we're going to need them. Well, like I say, I'm sure everything you said was right, apart from a prediction. What's your prediction? So I'm making a good one. Me and predictions do not do not sit well together. If this fight goes a distance, Andre Winner will be the new champion. However, if this fight is uh, is stopped early, and I think it might be, then the man who will walk away with a belt is the man who came into the ring with it, and that is Rob C4 Sinclair. I'm backing the boy from Burnley to come out of this fight with his championship intact. Well, there you go. That's your prediction. Safe money as long as you keep it in your pockets. We'll be back after the match. So that's the main event, and that's another match that's gone to a decision just about. Now, there's a couple of things that you picked up on early in the fight side. For instance, in the first round, you noticed that uh, Rob Sinclair was uh, not making up the distance. So, and secondly, in the second round, you started noticing something that he was moving back a hell of a lot. Take us through that. Yeah, well, the first two rounds, I thought Rob Sinclair won those rounds, but towards the end, I think it was at the end of the second, or the start of the third. I think he took a body kick, and after that, he started backing up. And I thought, okay, he's composing himself. But he seems to then fight off the back foot for the remaining three rounds of that fight. I wonder whether that might just have seen him lose his title. Roger Winner showed his best performance in the Bama ring for me. He had his hands down a lot, though, as well, didn't he? And you wish you weren't happy about during the fight. But he, yeah, that was replicated by Rob Sinclair later on as well, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's what happens when you run out of steam and the arms start getting heavy. Uh, there's a lot of good grappling going on, you've got a lot of striking going on. It's very difficult to keep those hands right all the way through. For Andre Winner, it was more of a style. He was very loose, uh, his movement was very good, um, and his striking, as always, was very crisp. But I think Sinclair won the first two rounds, I think Andre Winner won the last two rounds. The middle round, that third round, very, very close. And whoever won that round, I think, Basically, that round, I think, would decide the winner of this fight. If, 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 you, if I was a betting man, which you shouldn't be, not one of my predictions, but I think Andre Winner might have just shaded that. So we may well have a split decision, I think. Very full-blooded encounter as well, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, both men left it all in the cage. Uh, they're embracing it in a ring now. Well, you know, look, they're, they're in the cage now. They're, they're lifting each other's hands up to the crowd. They're posing for a camera shot there. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it would be very hard to argue if the decision went either way. Okay, well, uh, we'll be back with the results hopefully very soon. Ladies and gentlemen, we go to the judges' scorecards for the final decision. One judge scores the bout 49-46 for Sinclair.
was another split decision and not equal scores there either side. Yeah, I mean, one round gave you 49-47, sorry, 49-46 well, to, uh, to Rob Sinclair. I don't know what fight he was watching uh, or what he was smoking. That was a very, very close fight. But the other two judges gave it 48-47. I think that's about right. It was one round either way. Fair? Yeah, it was one round either way. I think... I think that Andre Winner probably shaded it. However, it was such a close fight, and that third round in particular was so close that I don't think you can begrudge uh, Rob Sinclair that victory. It was, it was, it was that close. And uh, from me, his closing words, I don't think Rob Sinclair would have begrudged Andre Winner the victory either. He, as he said, on a different day, different judges, it could have been different. Very modest words there. Yeah, he's a classy guy. I mean, you know, one thing that's worth mentioning, Andre Winner is a full-time professional mixed martial artist. Rob Sinclair does this in between looking after his family and working as a, as a British gas engineer up in Burnley. Imagine how good he'd be if he had full training. He was a professional full-time. He's a champion. He's a champion. What he needs... What do you need? I mean, there's, a, there's every chance that this will be uh, done as a rematch. We may well see this fight again. It was a very good fight. Um, it wasn't sort of, uh, sort of really, really fast pace. It was a constant pace. I thought it was it was even. As I say, I thought uh, Sinclair won the first two rounds. I thought Winner won the last two rounds. It was all on that third round. Um, very, very close to judges. Only just, but they gave it to Rob Seaforth Sinclair. Uh, it's nice to see a nice guy out on top, but whoever won that fight, it would have been a nice guy on top. They're both classy guys, both represent the sport well, and uh, Bama are very fortunate. They've got two good, respectable guys representing them in a lightweight division. Well, we could see that rematch at the next Bama card, Bama 11, which is on the 1st of December. But what about Bama 10? Bama 10, I thought it was a, it was a decent card. I thought we saw some of the best action actually came early in the evening in the prelims. But definitely, I think once we came onto the TV card, we had uh, Leroy Barnes just walked past us here against Dennison Sutherland. That was a very fiercely contested match. Um, Kurt Warburton, I thought, looked very good. Um, if perhaps didn't quite have that finishing touch, but he looked very good. Uh, controversy over the, uh, the middleweight British title fight, and I think there's the, fair to say that's the story of the night. The, I think there's more to come on that, I'm sure. But the main event and uh, the performance from both fighters was spitting of a main event billing. Uh, Andre Winner versus Rob Seaforth Sinclair. Um, it went the distance. The judges were split. I think the crowd was split as well. And uh, the man who came out by the narrowest of margins was a boy from Burnley, Rob Seaforth Sinclair. Well, we hope to have more on the uh, Jack Marshman situation in the upcoming uh, days. We hope you've enjoyed this uh, podcast with me, Rob Lee, and Simon Head. But make sure you follow us on Twitter. We are at the MMA Pod. I'm I'm at Simon Head, and Rob is at Robbie Wrestles. Follow the three of us, well, two of us, and us combined as the MMA Pod, and we'll be back uh, in the weeks to come as we look ahead to some of the other big events, including UFC in Nottingham coming up in just two weeks' time. That's going to be fantastic. It will indeed. Find us on iTunes, subscribe. Good night, Simon. Good night.